Hello. It's so good to see all the thousands of you here that come every day for Rump Chat. Live at the Rio. Well, we're down to two people that have been here every day. Yeah, Three. we have. Yeah, we, Three. Got, we got the Rump Chat faithful here, but uh, we don't, we haven't forgot. We are streaming live on our YouTube channel right now. And we, uh, we have, I cannot believe, we've actually had 3,200 people watching yesterday. So everybody that's watching at home or wherever you may be, where do you get your numbers at? Off Facebook. What? <laughs> Isn't that where you get them? It's 32,000 if you're going to lie. It's 432,000. One million people watched a rump chat yesterday. We'd like to thank each well, one of you. I don't know, but no other shows had Santa Claus at their show, so we've got him here. Yeah. Day Merry, number four. Merry <laughs> Christmas, Nicholas. We are back, uh, me and the Hambone, on a <laughs> great the weather in Las Vegas uh, is a little bit different this year. I don't know if you guys noticed that. Uh, I did. I only brought one T-shirt, and if you've watched the live stream, you've seen that I've been in a black. And uh, it's not from real screen video. No, it's a black T-shirt. I've been having to wear it every day because I didn't pack for warm weather. And on day number one, when I walked down, I got to the Uber line. I go outside. It was 102 degrees. It was so hot, but I was already committed. So today, I've got this t-shirt on that I got from my mother, Emily Beisel. My barrel racer, Emily Your Miller. Your mom's Emily Beisel? No, my mom got me the shirt. Oh. Okay. Uh, Sorry. And so uh, I'm rocking the gray t-shirt today, and uh, we are rocking and rolling on a beautiful day in Las Vegas. Sunday, on fun Sunday. day. And we could not think to have a better guest on on Sunday. But yes. But before we get to him, recap of last night. <laughs> Rump, do you want to go over anything? Uh, <laughs> I had a terrible night. Um, I, as, as I've talked about in the show this week, I've put so much thought and time into Pro Fantasy Rodeo, and I, out of the whole deal, I'm almost at the very bottom of the worst rodeo picker in the history of Las Vegas. I think he's got Murtis Deitman as his bull rider. Nope. Well, I had JB. JB bucked off again. Oh, man, I I really, I don't know. I thought he would be doing a little bit better by now. Stockton Graves, who I beat in 2001, the Central Plains Region Steer Wrestler, not a big deal. <laughs> uh, Stockton, he's not got along too good. He has not won a dollar. My, my tie-down roper, Marty Yates, Marty hasn't won a dollar. Like You don't have Wade, do you? No, no, but I know a lot he of people. He walked by me last Wade. night. I'm right there by the announcers, and he walks by. He goes, I finally got one road. And I'm like, nah, but you missed him out. And I can't repeat what he said. What it rhyme with? No, you don't have to say. But, uh, like shuck corn? It just, I, it just sucks because here's the problem about Pro Fantasy Rodeo. I don't make fun of people, and I don't try to poke people or, you know, I'm very friendly. And when my team doesn't do any good, then I get messages after messages talking shit about how bad I am at Pro Fantasy Rodeo when all I ever do is love people. That's not true. I, well, okay. You talk uh, a lot of smack. Truth, truthfully, uh, I talk so much crap that when, <laughs> that when my team sucks, people just want to take me down, okay? But let, light, lighten up, everybody. It's Sunday. It's, uh, we're in the weekend, so we're on – I call this transition day from the, the six – Seven years I've worked out here. First weekend, everybody's here to party. 
Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Kicks butt. Everybody's excited. Everybody still feels good. Everybody will uh, go home on Sunday, and then we'll have a new group coming in starting this evening of people because most people, they have jobs and can't stay in Vegas for 10 days. So then Monday, it'll pick back up. So uh, Yeah, but then by that last group of people, for those of us that have been here since Sunday and our livers are trying to physically leave our body, and they're like, let's party. Your, your uh, liver is trying to get an Uber out of the South Point <laughs> at 2 a.m. But, yeah, so uh, it's Sunday. It's, is it Memorial Day at the rodeo tonight, right? Yep. Yeah, Memorial Night. And, uh, oh, my gosh. Was that not the most riveting opening you've ever seen <laughs> last night? What I oh, think my God. Did you guys see it, the band? Did you guys? Bless his heart. Uh, the the three guitars were not together. Well, who in the world goes, man? Let's get the rodeo off tonight. What can we do to really get everybody pumped up and excited? Why don't we play Dust on the Bottle? Let's kick it back to the late nineties. It was more like jun 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 jun. You know, it was like the last I did Jackson, Mississippi, one time. And George Jones was playing, and that's still old school where they fly the stage down and you st before you run barrels and buck bulls. And George was off for, like, the first three songs. Like, he was just a beat off, even though he had, like, 14 monitors with a lady sitting in the back, you know, scrolling up on his lyrics. But it was George Jones. You felt bad for him, you know. It was just like, gosh, man, right off in the sunset, tip your hat, you know, possum. You don't – you're the man. But he finally got – caught up but you know david lee he never caught up last well, night and, and, and i've I, had to say that probably george jones lived a harder life than david lee murphy well here's the thing i'm not i don't have <laughs> no offense david is lee i don't have anything against david lee murphy but i, I don't either i wouldn't know him if he walked up i want to be like oh hey david lee or well, well, whatever does, you would call him but that's like, why that's why they they liked it you know Every major venue, they, they like to do it to track because of that instance right there. Because it does, you don't want the artist to look, you know, nobody yeah. wants he, him to look bad because if he looks bad, we look bad. So it's tough in that environment, the sound, the, all the mixing the ear monitors, you don't have your, you don't have guitar amps, you know, there, there's a whole mess of stuff that 99.9% yeah. .9 of the people that don't understand the guys we're going to have on today completely get it, you know. So, and anyway. I, I shouldn't be so critical because. Well, I just shouldn't, but I am. But you know what song I really, really hate that you guys have to play at the NFR? And nothing against the guy because I absolutely love Charlie Dan Daniels. But oh. the trying to make it out to Vegas at the NFR. You guys remember that? Does, it, does that bother anybody else? Like, I know they tried to make that like an anthem. And then they tried to make this music video where it's got like, Sage Kimsey doing like it's like the YMC. Time to get the show on the road. Don't do it. Turn that off. Turn that off. Hold on, wait for it. Come on, I'm doing it. Gotta make it out to Vegas. I don't understand. Why do we have to have dust on a bottle and the NFR song every perm? That's good. Everybody gets it. But I just, uh, isn't there, we, we have some of the best talent in the world 
playing music at the NFR. Yep. But they can't. You guys have, you guys have a list of of things you have to that you have to play. I didn't know this until I was staying with Sean Davis, who was the manager of the NFR for thirty five years, ninety eight years, thirty five, thirty five, and so uh, we were at the racetrack at Turf Paradise, and Benji and the announcers flew in, and this is in April. Okay, they flew in to Phoenix and sat in a room, sat in a conference room, and Sean had Benji play music and the announcers announce the song selections. So while uh, the Vegas song sucks, uh, don't blame Hambone or Benji. It's not their fault. Blame yeah. David Lee Murphy. That's that that <laughs> that's above our pay grade. Yeah, we don't we don't make those decisions. That comes from las vegas events yeah um uh, so i don't know it's tough but then again you can't go you know you're not going to go get the red hot chili peppers but uh, i mean i could sure i could do Tan chancy williams and the younger brothers band for 10 nights i don't I know could. about you guys I, I don't i don't know if they chancy, could <laughs> the thing is and chancy's about to come up here but chancy doesn't suck okay? no at all nothing against david lee murphy like i said but you know i i've been working out every day okay everybody cheer for that all right yeah, he does video it for proof. Yeah, but so this is I hate working out. Working out is stupid, but I, you know, I don't want to. I want to live a long time for my kids, right? So I'm trying to get healthier. Yeah, it's it'd be a lot cooler to you know do coke and drink whiskey and and hang out with cool people, but you don't live that long, except for like all the rockers that live forever. <laughs> but um, the Rolling Stones. <laughs> that, maybe that was a bad deal. Slash. Is it, yeah, but Slash is only 58. He's actually, I've been to several Guns N' Roses concerts, not a big deal. But anyhow, like I was saying, so when I'm riding the elliptical bike, and I have to ride the bike because, as everybody knows, my left leg is a piece of crap and breaks about once every other year, and I have to have it put back together with screws and bolts from our good friends at Kansas Orthopedic Center. So the, how I pass time is, Hambone and I started this a couple years ago when we were going to Omaha. I watch classic rock videos. And if you ever are bored or need something to do, YouTube rock videos. Not like today's videos, but like I've never seen this video until today. And it was Love in an Elevator by Aerosmith. Have you all seen that? With a hot chick when like at the very first and she's like, Good morning, Mr. Tyler. Going down. Yeah. This video is legit. And this is not like hot chicks in lingerie, but they, at first you think they're mannequins, and then they come to life and start dancing on Steven Tyler, and then he pulls off his, he pulls off his, like, huge coat, and it's like, it's like he is, has on chaps, but there's no chap, it's just skin, it's kind of weird, but the, <laughs> but what, I guess, it's basically, bail me out of this, but what I'm saying Dean, is, Dean, you get some ideas for the boys, their next music video? I, I think that, when you watch <laughs> that, at one point in Love in an Elevator, it's got an elevator, and I know when I saw Aerosmith no in Wichita, I, you know, they brought the elevator out of the roof with Steven Tyler in it and two hot chicks. Why couldn't you do that for an opening with somebody here like when Aerosmith had residency here, okay? I mean, I don't know what it costs, but think about it. If you, if you dropped Steven Tyler and J.B. Mooney out of the roof with two hot chicks in an elevator— when it hit the ground, nothing against David Lee Murphy, but that would definitely kick more ass than living dust on the bottle. You know, I actually saw 
Aerosmith in 2019 here at their residency. And, you know, they're like 70, 71, something like that. Yeah. That was a badass show. I fully expected to see like a George Jones situation. Did not happen. He still hit all the notes. It was unbelievable. And it wasn't voiced over. I mean, at least if it was, they were really good at it. But it was badass. No, it wasn't voiceover. I remember, we actually looked that up. Like, Steven Tyler's legit. But I guess in my stupid analogy, I go, I'll try to wrap it up. But I was just thinking this morning about NFR openings. How I wish that I could be in charge. Oh, how they would be better. Put your name in the hat. Why didn't you apply for it? Well, if I applied for it, I wouldn't be able to uh, be at the Orleans every night at my watch party that starts at 5 o'clock. <laughs> 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 Let's get to our guest. <laughs> <They'll be laughs> out of yeah, this, you okay. Sucker. Well, um, this guy, I don't know. He's uh, He's just awesome. We get each other. We're kind of kindred spirits. I'm sorry if I'm going to get a little emotional here, but <laughs> <laughs> I can't look at you. Um, he's a cowboy, and that's I think that's what everybody in Western uh, industry that loves the guy, you know, they know he's legit. You know, it's not Jason Aldean or some other, you know, bro country guy. This guy actually works a ranch, you know, wears the boots, wears the hat, and sings songs that kick kick-ass with a kick-ass band yeah and probably the greatest tour manager of all time where you at dean what sorry god i had a whole thing going and ray and he's got ray tom well ray tom yeah, ray tom's here let's just get him up here we'll talk ladies and gentlemen the fastest gun in town the one and only for more cough sorry more cough wyoming chancy williams Sorry about that, Chuck. I overdrove it. Hey, Chancy. Oh, can you turn three on there, Chuck? Turn on three. Turn it on three. Chuck. Did Chuck go take a piss? Chuck, there it is. Hey. hey. Okay, now we're going to cheer for smoke break. That's right. How are you guys? Good, buddy. Turn me on. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you say having me on or turning me on? Thanks for turning me on and having me on. <laughs> wow, that just really escalated <laughs> quickly. Talk uh, about getting turned on after I'm talking about the Steven Tyler Aerosmith video. <laughs> have you seen Love in an Elevator? I have, I've never seen it. I'm going to have to look it up today. Okay. I did see you working out this morning on Snapchat or yeah. whatever. Yeah, I was busting on it. But, uh, I'm glad you tell everybody you're working out. That's good. Well, <laughs> I, have to, I have to do that. And I, <coughs> I make fun of several people who post about working out. But the reason I have to is... Even my best friend here, I told Hambone, I've been working out. And he, shut up. No, you haven't. Like, nobody believes me when I tell him. So if I don't video Your it. Your track record doesn't help you. If I don't video it, it didn't happen, okay? The old classic gym <laughs> selfie right there. <laughs> no, but my wife has been with me, so she can verify that I have been riding the bike. Ashley. She's not paying attention. I, like I've been riding the bike, haven't I? Thumbs up or thumbs down. Yes, I had to have Ashley video me too, so I've got two different verifications that my fat ass was on a bicycle in the uh, the gym, which I didn't know casinos had gyms until this year. <laughs> but uh, so, wait, they do? Yeah, it's, oh. uh, that place is the uh, the gym in the Orleans is the only place you can go without wearing a mask and getting yelled at. Okay, so uh, it was good to be in there, but we're we're so glad to have you uh, on our show because, like like Hambone said. 
uh, you're more than the, more than a singer, and that's why I get so mad at bro country. And and uh, I was telling the story last night when we we're in Sterling, Colorado, and uh, this bus was parked in front of my pickup and trailer, and I went and knocked on the door, and the guy came to the door, and uh, he was in shorts and like a t-shirt, and I'm like, hey, how's it going? And he's like, good, can I help you? I'm like, can you move your bus? You know, because how they park back there by the rodeo guys? And he's like, oh, well, uh, I'm, I'm not the bus driver. I said, is this your bus? He goes, well, yeah, but I, I'm not the driver. I'm like, could, could you get the driver? Well, he's at the hotel. I'm like, would you mind if I, if I moved your bus? <laughs> like, I've, I've got a CDL. He's like, oh, no, you can't. I'm like, well, if this is your bus, why don't, can't you move it? He goes, well, I'm the talent. <laughs> and I'm like, you are? And I wasn't trying to be a dick, but it kind of turned out that way. Uh, I said, well, you're the talent. That's great. Are you a singer? He goes, yeah. He goes, uh, I, I've actually got a lot of really good songs. I go, I bet you do. So could we call your bus driver to move this bus? <laughs> and uh, he goes, you really don't know who I am. And I said, no, I don't. And it was Luke Bryan. Yeah. And, uh, nice, and man. Where was that at? At Sterling, Colorado. That had to be a minute ago. Yeah, that was in 2013 maybe. But Remember, well, uh, who else? In Albuquerque, who is it that we made your wife put Bear on a hot dog suit and go was, dance uh, in front of the bus? Barefoot blue jeans night guy. Jake Owen. That's Jake it. Jake Owen. <laughs> you remember when you put on the hot dog suit and went and danced in for Jake Owen? Yeah, they went and let her on the bus. She knocks <laughs> on the bus and yeah. a hot dog. She's like, can I come in? It's not like Chancey's bus that he leaves unlocked at places. And <laughs> since, the last yeah. time, since the last time we talked, when Chancey did the gold buckle knockout, which was probably one of the coolest events I've ever got to be a part of, also at that rodeo, Chancey also didn't lock his bus, and guess who ended up on his bus, but did not puke this time? Me. <laughs> that was a fun night, for sure. <laughs> Out there on the prairie, drinking Crown Royal, all you guys. Thanks for coming on. Oh, you can't say that on this show. Let's do it. I mean, I'm I mean Pendleton. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Chancey Williams, everybody. That's right. Chancey, <laughs> thanks for so, Chancey, Brought to you by Pendleton. Yeah. <laughs> so, Chancey, you're one of, like, I, I know you've already been on Flint's show, and I've been following you on social media not weird, but kind of stalkerish. Um, you seriously are one of the busiest dudes in Las Vegas. And every time that you come out here, you've got a million places to go and interviews. You did the NFR uh, tailgate show. Talk to us about about what you what y'all do in Vegas and where y'all are going. Well, we're playing. Uh, our shows are Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday after the buckle ceremony at the South Point. So, uh, but we came a couple days early for media stuff like this and. The NFR crowd is our fan base, you know, it's all people from Wyoming to South Dakota, Montana, ranchers, Texas people, Oklahoma. So we try to make use of all the days here doing all these things. We're friends with everybody. We're friends with you Absolutely. guys and Flint and the Cowboy Channel has been good to us. So we try to do it all because, I mean, this is the biggest week of the year for us and it's it's really fun. And it gives us an excuse to be out here a few days early or a few days I love it. I mean, it's, uh, you really are. I, I, I kind of compare you like, to the new age like Chris Ledoux, you know, the guy who's legit, the guy who actually, I mean, you picked up Bronx and, and, uh, but now you're just kicking ass on the stage and, and, uh, let guys like Rump and I come on your bus and drink all your booze. Yeah. And well, that's I, the thing. I, like I call it Ray Tom to get me in the back door places and he says yes, which is cool. So <laughs> thanks Ray Tom. But and that's the thing. The rodeo families, is, it's one big family as you guys know. So it's just friends. We're just friends with everybody. So we like, uh, one we problem, fit in well though, with everybody. you didn't bring your really hot fiddle player. 
She was getting some sleep tonight. She tried to fight a couple cougars in the in the taxi line last night. So to, what? Yeah, Brooke. Okay, we're listening. Story time. <laughs> I, I don't, can by I, cougars, can I say, you don't mean cats, do you? Can I say cougar? Yeah, it's you can say anything. Right? Say anything okay. you want. They were uh, had had plenty. We weren't drunk at all. But they, this these gals tried to cut Brooke. Chancy. And Brooke <laughs> did not have it. She's like, Oh, you didn't, you old bitch. Don't say it. Yeah, you can say bitch on here. You can? It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> she said, yo, bitch, you don't cut us. And then I had to calm her down. I was like, Brooke, uh, easy. She's like, you're not standing up for me. I'm like, yes, I am. But I don't I don't know if I can take both of those <laughs> ladies. Pussy, I would have I would have punched <laughs> both. T- hey, you tell her to can come around see? me in hand, but we won't let her down. Can That's you right. see Brooke trying to fight? We get back to the hotel. She's like, I don't even know what I'd have done. I was like, I know I'd have to fight two <laughs> cougars is what would happen. Then it had been all, all over the news. And you know how they fight, too? They grab hair, and that mullet could be in jeopardy. <laughs> Brooke said that. She's like, I bet she would have just grabbed my hair. I was like, that's <laughs> what she would have done. And I'd had to grab her hair. It would have been ugly. Even the taxi cab guy was like, what was her problem? <laughs> could you have filmed it? <laughs> Time well, out. Let me get my phone out. You ever see those reels on your phone? You know, and you get lost in those things. And all of a sudden, I'm watching cat fights of ripping out, uh, what are those? Uh, Weave. The weaves. And I'm like... Then you like wake up and you're like, what am I doing? Why am I watching this? <laughs> so intense. It's, it's three Next. Hobo Next. fights, cat fights, Chancey Williams yeah, music so video. <laughs> when you see Brooke next time, ask her about it. She's I can't fired s- up. I can't see her fighting at all. She's like I've never seen her that mad. Like I thought she was gonna s- take a swing at the she's old gal. She's like a she's like a little blonde angel I floating know. in the Wyoming. This lady wind. just kept trying it's to really cut great us and her friend and Brooke like steps into her. She's like, what are you doing? Then it was on. On your, uh, she's she's a obviously a very beautiful chick, and on your video, meet me in Montana with her. Yeah, that was absolutely awesome. Uh, Brooke killed that and made the video look nice. We just look like a bunch of old. Well, the video fishermen. was great, but my favorite <laughs> music video, and it's been used a lot, and because we've we've used it, but fastest gun in town. I love the song. I I love the video even more. You know. And and I think it's been the hot song at pretty much every PRCA rodeo for the last two years, but it is like four thousand times better than Dust on the Bottle. Just for <laughs> oh, the record, okay? <laughs> just for the record. <laughs> well, you know, me and Trent Roman wrote that for the opening ceremony because they, I think we'd done the opening ceremony once and it was or twice and it was coming up. They wanted us to do it again. They're like, let's write a song that, like you said, when you open a rodeo, you don't you want something to pump them up. Yeah. You know, you don't want a slow song. So. Like, let's kind of, like, write a rock song. It's and it, it ended up, we, we got a lot of NFR footage to put in it. And Tilden loves it the best because he hasn't been bucked off in, like, eight years. But he's in that video <laughs> getting bucked off. Yeah. <laughs> he's yeah. like, where did you find that footage? I was like, they ju- the, N- the PRCA just sent it to me. And he's like, <laughs> Tilden wasn't very happy. I called him, like, you're in the video. He's like, he called me back. He's like, yeah, getting bucked off. <laughs> I haven't been bucked off in, like, eight years. Suck it, Tilden. Yeah, so it was fun. Like, I called him. I, I wanted footage of all of our buddies, like, Court and Tilden and Casey in there. So it was, it was fun to make the video for that. And we had a Nashville company first do a video for it. <laughs> I don't know where they filmed all the rodeo footage, what they called rodeo footage. Yellowstone, probably. Yeah. <laughs> and they, they set it back and they were super proud of this video. I was like, I'm sorry, I, I can't use any of that footage. They like, there was like some hometown rodeo somewhere in Tennessee. I was like, I'm friends with all the guys in the NFR. They're going to laugh at me. So yeah, we would. <laughs> yeah, if we you definitely would have made fun of you on <laughs> Rub Chat as a friend. 
I would like to. T I'll dig it up and show it to you guys. I Please do. <laughs> do you, when you Please guys, do, and we're going to intro it. When you guys the original yeah. version. <laughs> Made in Chancey Williams' basement. <laughs> Directed by David Lee Murphy. Okay. Um, when you guys get ready to do a music video, shot though, by Ma Chad Burge. Do you, do you get? Do you get? Do you have like creative say in it? Like because I've always wondered that because like I said, I've literally watched about a hundred music videos in the last three days. Like when you decide to do a video because it's changed so much. Because remember, uh, we're gonna see how old the people here are. Do you guys remember when you could turn on CMT or MTV and watch music videos all morning? They don't show. It's been a while. It, they don't hardly show music videos anywhere. They're on YouTube. But I remember when I was younger. I'm going to date myself here, but I remember when music videos come out. It was like just blow your mind. They had a lot of value back then because like when Garth people Brooks would come to concerts because they yeah. seen your music video. But now it's just uh, like. Nobody watches them. They just stream or watch 30 seconds of yeah. it. You can't keep their attention for three and a half minutes to watch the whole music video. Well, uh, Garth Brooks, when he come out with the Thunder Rolls music video oh, yeah. that was like 10 minutes long, do y'all remember that? It just blew my little mind. That, I, I could not imagine that. So that, I, that I was, was a good wondering, video. like, if Ch you got some say, like, I want to do this video, and here's how I want to do it. Yeah, for sure. I mean, that's how we kind of, you know, Try to base it around with the storyline of the song for sure, but uh, just like the fastest gun, I, when we wrote that, I already pictured what the video was going to be. I was like, this just needs to be a bunch of like professional rough stock and you know professional rodeo right. cowboy stuff, not amateur stuff or whatever. But so songs they kind of write themselves sometimes for the videos, but it's it's kind of hard to get creative because uh, we're not actors, so like it's hard to you have to hire actors and stuff to be in it where you look stupid. I will literally be in your music video for free. And Deal. I'm a very good actor. I've got four gold medals at home that say I was the best actor in high school at Fairfield High School from years uh, 1995 through 99. <laughs> Prove it. Tell me what you want me to act out. <laughs> Hambone, what should we have him act out? I know, I'm trying to think of something. <laughs> uh, let's see. I want you to be Patrick Swayze, and he can be... The other guy will do the ghost uh, with the clay. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I'm not that good of an actor. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm so good of an actor, it would just get weird if I didn't have <laughs> on the other the side. The clay. Yeah. Okay, I get it. And uh, But you got uh, you got a couple new songs getting ready to drop. Yeah, we got a song coming out tomorrow. We uh, we didn't really promote this one. We just, everybody wants songs so fast. We put out a song about four weeks ago called Blame It on the Rain, which we're excited about. And then, but. We wanted to release one during the NFR, and we thought instead of waiting, we'll just put it out without really telling anybody. So this is us telling them it's be out tomorrow. Dang. Go to iTunes. It'll be on cassette tape at the Coffee Cup Fuel Stop in Moorcroft, Wyoming. I'm trying to find the Unchained Melody. I really wanted to play that. I'm Righteous not Brothers. Get I'm not I know. Do it. I can't find it. Um, uh, yeah. Uh, speaking of Trent, you guys wrote the new song, Blame It on the Rain. <coughs> Vegas. Uh, can you open that bottle of Pendleton whiskey? Sweet. Sure can. So tell us about this, uh, the new song and writing All that with Trent. Yeah, the new one actually that's coming out tomorrow is called The Saint. So it's a, it's a, you know, there's is not a lot the of. Is that the B-side? Yeah. Can I hear something about the, yeah. It'd be kind of a B-side. See, B -side. I do my research. Yeah. So it's uh, there's not a lot of story songs anymore, and I was flying to Nashville to write with Trent, and I was watching Nevada Smith, if you guys like old westerns. Yeah. Thank you. 
It's old Steve McQueen uh, Western that his family gets killed and his mom gets skinned. It's horrible. And then he revenge kills them all throughout the movie. This is what the saying is. He sees his parents get killed and kills them back. <laughs> and it's a it's story song. It sounds like old West. It feels like it should be on a Western. So I wish we had a clip they could play, but we'll get it to you tomorrow. Yeah. It'll be on iTunes. Yeah. 129. I don't use iTunes because it costs. So I, uh, you're one of those guys. <laughs> Appreciate that. <laughs> y- you must still have Napster, too. <laughs> hey, yes. And I can prove that. I You look at mine. I do. I've got I everyone near me. I will. I don't see any of that money anyway, so do whatever you feel like. I'll just <laughs> yeah. email it to you. I don't know where it goes. <laughs> it's not in the mansion. Uh, well, you were talking. To, uh, we were talking a little bit before about uh, our favorite rodeo clown, uh, Flint Rasmussen. Tell us about. And I was on Snapchat. I was following you, and Flint went. He was like your roadie for a week. Tell he us went about on that. tour. That is awesome. I just texted Flint. I didn't know you had a uh, Flint tattoo. Yeah. Flint's not like you didn't show know it. I did. Yeah, I sent a, I sent him a picture. Oh. But uh, yeah, Flint is always at the PBRs. Like every he flies every weekend. He had a, finally had a weekend off, and uh, he said, "Dude, I want to go on the bus with you guys to Bozeman and Great Falls." I thought it was full of shit, but we picked him up at two in the morning in Boze in Billings and made the whole trip. And Dean couldn't come that weekend, so Flint took Dean's bunk or manager and. Flint stepped right in as acting manager, just out there counting ticket sales. Was he really? catering set up, and it was fun. No he way. <laughs> That's awesome. Flint's a celebrity in Montana. Well, everywhere, but, like, in Montana, they love him. So he, he introed us both nights. But it was fun. It was Flint loved it because it is different from the world he's used to. Yeah. You know, and, like, he just got to go relax. His daughters live in Bozeman, got to see his daughters. Yeah, so his daughters, uh, one of them carries the flag for the football uh, games. At the football games. Yeah. That's so awesome. Like, I know. That's a cool, cool job. Like they brought in at uh, which which school is that she goes to is uh, Bobcats? Yep. Is that Bozeman? Yep. I should know that. Jordan Hollow would yell at me for not knowing that. But they actually you don't see this at a at a college football game. But Flint's daughter carried the American flag on a horse uh, out onto the football field for the national anthem. For yeah. the national anthem, and it was the coolest. Yeah, University of Wyoming does it too. It's not too many schools do that. It's awesome. Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. And we have seen you uh, through Snapchat at. The uh, University of Wyoming football games <sighs> in a nice, awesome suite. Well, and they spelled your initials or they put your logo in the band on the field. Yeah. How cool was that? That was one of the coolest things ever. Like, they did it for the World Needs More Cowboys. The marching band played it. And uh, they called me back in August. They're like, hey, we're going to work it up as a marching band. And I never assumed I would write a song that a marching band would play. But <laughs> I was like, yeah, whatever. That's awesome. I know. It was the coolest thing. Was we licensed it to them or whatever. And. They're like, we're going to march into your CW logo. Like, awesome. So they gave us, uh, we were in the president's box that day. It was cool. Is that weird? I, is it? It is. Was it one of those times where you had to think, because, you know, growing up ranching and just being a cowboy and, 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 and then playing some, and then did you ever think that the University of Wyoming would be playing a song that you wrote at halftime? No. And then, like, yeah, when they marched into the CW, obviously – Story of our lives, we were on the wrong side of the field, so it was upside <laughs> down. <laughs> Damn it. Should have been over there. It's you can't classic. even get tickets on the home side. <laughs> we uh, home team we side. got lots of those stories that, like that. But, yeah, but they videoed it and sent it to us. But it was it was one of the coolest things to see our see it march into our formation. We're like, holy God. Dude, yeah. what, speaking of that, what, have you, what's the, I guess, the moment that sticks out to you that, like, holy cow, we're, this is really happening? I don't 
we've had a few of those this year. You know, we, like we got to play the Ryman in, in Nashville, which is I, I always wanted to play it. Uh, everybody wants to play it. I just did happen later in in life. But Cody Johnson is the one that called and asked us to open. But playing the Ryman, I guess. Um, got to play with Alan Jackson this year and Toby Keith five times. Like those are all. You feel like you're starting to gain some big ground. Yeah, Toby Keith, awesome. he's all right, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> it was fun, man. I mean, it was for being a kind of a half-assed COVID year still, it was really good for us. Because yeah. it's, it's a tough business, you know. Uh, living, living in Fort Worth for a long time, there's a great music scene down there, you know. Yeah. Um, that's the, well, the stuff that I listen to is still country. But um, and there's a lot of talented people in this. And they never even get within a whiff. You know, uh, that's just, it's so, t it's like trying to make an NFL, you know. I mean, so many guys play football, right. but very, very small percentage actually make it. And, well, and that's and what we got to You guys yeah. are on your on the way, and I mean, it's, it, I love we're to see We're always so it. hungry, like, we've always been so hungry to get to the next level. Like, we're never quite satisfied. Everything's been good, and it keeps getting better and better. But I argue with Dean about our manager, and he, and he puts me in check and says, dude, there's hundreds of thousands of musicians that would kill to be where you guys are today. And I have to realize that, that we're very fortunate. But... We're so hungry that we've we've scratched and earned everything we've got to get where we're at, that it's it's rewarding. It happens fast for some people, and uh, some people work at it. But at the end of the day, when it does happen even bigger than it is today, we'll know that nobody handed it to us. Yeah, well, amen. And, and you're definitely working up. Like I I knew you guys are getting up there when uh, my nephew, who listens to Rum Chat quite a bit, and I was telling him before I came out here, I was that we're gonna try to get you on. He's like. I can't believe you know Chance Williams. Like, what's he like? I'm like, oh, he's kind of a douche sometimes, but you know, like, <laughs> like we're buddies. And like, I've yeah, had I've had a couple people like, man, that like, so you get to hang out with Chancey? Thank you. You just made yourself cool. That's cool points right there. But I mean, so heavy. Yeah, but we're getting on a weightlifting <laughs> program from Doug. But honestly, <laughs> is how I start. Yeah, <sighs> that's how I got these big boys. But uh, you you guys are are definitely a man, and just being everywhere. But it, when you're on like opening for Toby Keith, like you guys, or what's, the, I've never been a part of it because I only know rodeo stuff. And I know that rodeo guys kind of hang out. Like when you go to, to those different venues, uh, whether it be Toby Keith or whoever that you're playing with, does the other artists, do they ever hang out at all? Or is it like, this is my bus, this is your bus, you do your thing, we do ours. Is there ever like, hey, y'all want to go get something to eat or? <laughs> yeah, I mean, sometimes it just depends on the artist. Like we played with Alan Jackson, obviously Alan, Flew in, went to his bus, to the stage, to his bus, to his jet, and out. But, I mean, that's that. But Where do you park your jet out here? It's uh, Actually, we flew in on a jet. Yeah, I know. I saw it. Yeah. <laughs> no big deal. <laughs> <laughs> Our bus was broke down. <laughs> but Probably would have no. been cheaper to fix the bus, Dean. <laughs> Our bus is here now. It made it. But, uh, no, uh, Toby's awesome. Like, the first run, Toby came, and we went and drank wine on his bus till for quite a while. But. I party with Toby a lot, so Toby's fun. Some artists are fun, and some you don't see. It just depends. I I know uh, I hate the, to hear this, but uh, being at several rodeos that I work, um, everybody says, and I've heard this from Austin, from Houston, from a couple other places, but everybody says that Dwight Yoakam is miserably hard to get along with. Oh. And I hate that because I love Dwight Yoakam, not only no. as a singer, but in Wedding Crashers and, and uh, Sling Blade. Sling Blade. Sling Blade. I, like, I, I, I don't feel want like Dwight Yoakam to be a dick. I want you to be oh, cool. Oh, Sling Blade. I kind of feel like his character in Sling Blade is kind of 
his character. Really? I would assume we yeah, opened for him at Shine Frontier Days, and everybody was, you know, was excited to meet him, and I, I purposely didn't meet him. I, li- I literally have so because like I didn't want him to be a dick, and then I hate him because I'm still a fan. So I, I just, know, me too. I just like didn't see him, didn't talk to so him. So still like him. I've got these sound clips I like to use. So Randy Britton who picks up for surveys when he misses, like during a, a bull or a calf or something in the rodeo, and I don't practice, Randy. <laughs> you know better to talk to me like that when I'm hurting, Linda. I love that one, but this one's my best, my best one. Y'all just a bunch of losers. <laughs> That's the greatest meltdown in cinematic history when he gets up and throws that bottle through the window. I can't, I, I have, but I can't even begin to edit that. So, but uh, <laughs> I'd, he played Sykes to Missouri, and uh, they told us that nobody could be on the side of the stage because he has no peripheral vision, and it creeps him out that he can't see over there. So the guy who even owned the was sound was trying to go around, <laughs> and this cop would not let him through. He, he goes, I own the system. I've got to get over. He had to go around the, bla- the grandstands to come in the other side. Well, I don't know why D. it would Dwight Yoakam. Uh, I, I got a question here. Somebody just sent me. says, ask Chansey how hot it was in Wichita Falls, Texas in the middle of August. Oh, I, my God. I thought he was going to die on stage. I've never sweat so much in my life. Like, I don't know how you people in Texas live in Texas in the <laughs> summer. Like, that was unbelievable. They think that about Moorcroft, Wyoming in January. I <laughs> would take 50 below in Wyoming half of the year than that day. And I like heat. Ask my guys. Like, it's always yeah, they, they 80 say degrees that you in my house. They say you got to keep the bus pretty hot. <laughs> yeah. so. That was, I, it was unbelievably hot. That was the hottest I've ever been. It was it because I know sometimes, like, being a rodeo clown, there's, at different events, you're like, good Lord. Like, I did. I, I got to go out there, and you want to do it, but at the same time, you're like, man, this is going to suck. <laughs> like, it you was ever humid, feel like that and I, I, I would just sweat the whole time. I thought I was going to pass out several times. Did, like you, did you have a wardrobe change? I did. I sweat through one shirt, sweat through the second one. Because uh, when I went to see Guns N' Roses, uh, Axel actually changed clothes like five times. Yeah. It's like Reba. <laughs> um, Reba McIntyre goes through a lot of outfit changes. We've seen Brett Michael. Once at the Grizzly Rose, started in a Brett Michaels shirt. I mean, like the people that showed up and bought his ticket didn't know who he was, so he wore some shirt. What? And then he switched halfway through to another Brett Michaels shirt, so that was nice. That cut <laughs> Switch out. to this mic. Mic 3 sucks. These are nice. Yeah. Did you get these radio shacks? They're not ours. <laughs> <laughs> we got them from uh, David Lee Murphy. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I've That's the last one, I swear. No, it's not. I've kind of delved into the, the artist thing. So the Cinture Open Fiesta in San Angelo, um, we're working our way up to you guys, but um, we have a budget that doesn't go that high. Anywho, um, so we had, um, we had Tristan Mraz open it up for Josh Ward. And um, Tristan's, the, he said the label booked a gig in Nashville the night before they had to do. So the band, they're all driving all night to get to San Angelo, Texas from Nashville for a 5.30 show. So the band makes it, 2 o'clock, they're good. Tristan decided, I guess, to stay in Nashville and going to fly in. Doesn't ask anybody that to fly into a two-gate airport. Your plane rarely gets there on time. And I get a call. I'm doing... We're doing the, the this 20,000 added match open. Shad Mayfield, Tuff Cooper, got some things going on. And then all of a sudden I get, oh, this is uh, so-and-so in Nashville. Uh, 
Tristan's plane's delayed, and he's going to get there about 625, and the airport's about 15 minutes from there. Perfect. Let's just say Hambone's blood pressure was higher than normal, it and I already well took medication for that's that. That's pretty high. It's like I, I see that a lot of people will, will cancel shows and stuff. You know, we, we've, I've had a band for about 20 years. I've never missed a show. I mean, through weather or sickness, my band has played sick, but... It goes back to being a cowboy or a rodeo cowboy or ranch kid. Like it's work. You, like people plan their 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 days. Like your rodeo, they plan six months out. We're gonna go to that concert or everything rodeo. was there that they they made us. You, be. you, you can't you can't just cancel the day before just because you don't feel like it or or just make it happen is what I'm saying. Well, and, and, and those flight delays happens. You know, I'm sure Tristan's playing, but I get that. I get that. But he could have got on the bus. The yep. band made it. You know, they said that the bus is leaving at 10 o'clock, and he wasn't on it. And I'm not talking track. Well, I kind of am. I don't care. Uh, but you paid him. You paid him. Well, he stayed and partied, and that's what was it. You know, he's a young guy. But like you said, you know, if I didn't have the exact monitor set up, they'd have been pissed. Or the sound set up. I had a nice Benji's big stage, and I, it was kick-ass. And But uh, kudos to Josh Ward, who was the headliner, took it. He said, let's go. He went and changed, got on stage, and played. Yeah. And uh, it's, it's then Tristan played, and everybody left. Yeah. It's like rodeos. And I didn't you know, pay the guys can't make it sometimes. But hey, but Dean, I didn't pay the full thing afterwards. You've been proud of me. Or they come to settle up, I'm like, I'm talking to management first. But, but the thing of it is, it was that fun. I think it's different in, in your deal, though. If you, don't, if, if, you, if you are sick, like I lost my voice uh, before the bull riding in. Um, uh, Lincoln, Nebraska, at the uh, uh, New Year's Eve deal, and I I couldn't talk. So that's one thing. Like for for a singer, and I was thinking about that today. Like it don't matter how tough you are, but if you lose your voice, you're just screwed. So yeah, I lost my voice in Great Falls with Flint that weekend on the Great Falls night. But there was one we could either cancel and reschedule. Everybody's already there. Do you want, would you rather hear me sing ho a little bit hoarse and I power through it and, you know, not be 100%, but like 90, 80%, whatever, or reschedule six months later? So we, we force through and say, you know, we'll so be you've back. Got, you've got t all the talent around you? Right. Can cover you. I mean, you, I right. mean it does that when you're 100%. Uh, yeah, Wyatt and Casey and everybody can sing, yeah. Anyway. Appreciate that. <laughs> I didn't hear that. What was that? <laughs> that was Why do you Wyatt, think I have Brooke in the band, Wyatt texted me and said, say this. <laughs> Rope looks like you really did. So, okay, you've never missed a show. I've never missed a performance. Somebody sitting up on the stage has missed a performance. I was in the hospital. You missed it. I know, but I, I physically couldn't get my IV bag off the cart to get to the rodeo arena. It's no excuse. Wyatt cut off his finger and played a show. And he's a guitarist. Yeah. He's the lead guitar player. You kind of need fingers for that. Yeah. He's like, I'll just tape it up. Um, yeah, yeah, that's you, not There's the no excuse now. What well. finger was it? Oh! <laughs> is that the... That wasn't a joke. That's is, actually the finger. Oh, okay. I thought you were just flipping me off. Is that, okay. Is that the G chord there? That is that what that finger is? It's more hit? like the F U chord, I think. Oh! oh. Hey-oh! Hey yeah. Rodeo clown! Do you guys, uh, going back to the music videos, do you think you'll ever do a music video like every hair band has where it's kind of like a sad, slow song and it shows you guys like sitting on the bus looking out the window and it'll show you like at a venue with nobody there walking around with a guitar and 
every old rock, even Striper has one of those videos. Did you know that? <laughs> I would love to remake one of those. We have we have a full bag of wigs. We can just do it pretty much any night. Yeah, you do have those for the white trash bash. We just keep them on the bus. See, we just have wig parties. Chancey sitting in the laundry mat. <laughs> Out of quarters. At the, at the land market in Moorcroft. And then it's got Chancey walking across the parking lot with his guitar and no one's there. It's raining a little bit. Wyatt's <laughs> holding his guitar with a broken string. And then you look over there, Tom's curled up in a ball in the alley. Then it shows a, a video of Brooke just beating the shit out of two people in a taxi line. <laughs> she's crying as she's uncontrollably hitting some woman. You'll regret this. You'll regret this. He's waking up. A <laughs> I don't know where we're going with this. I'm going to stop. It's going to get out of hand. Wake up at 5 o'clock, start drinking, come back to life. So we've said that before. We it's kind of like the NFR. I, yeah. It's, uh, Rump and I want to do that. I'm, I'm sure you've, you've seen the Motley Crue movie. Oh, yeah. um, oh my God. The Dirt. The, the Dirt. Where they wake, you know, and he goes, Tommy Lee's like, here's a little day in the life of Motley Crue. So we want to make that about us. Here's the day in the life at Rodeo with Hambone and Rump. What was Nine o'clock, wake up, make coffee. <laughs> Drink coffee till 11, go down to Sugars, eat chicken tenders. Watch Sports Center. <laughs> Come back. Hit the gym so I can film it for my fans. Come back, nap till 4. Get up, take a shower. <laughs> We 4.30, were, we were production meeting with Boyd, get yelled at. <laughs> <laughs> we were actually pretty crummy that week of Logadale. Like, that would have been a good time <laughs> for us to shoot the video because literally all Hambone and I did for five days was eat at Sugars and take naps. It's 50 miles north of here in the middle of nowhere, but there's actually a mansion in that town, and that's where Wayne, uh, Newton. Wayne Newton used to live. God, how about his welcoming the other night? Wasn't that creepy? Welcome everybody Las Vegas. I love. <laughs> you're a, that's a dick move to make fun of Wayne Newton. Donkerson, baby. It was awful. I can't believe you got the balls to make fun of Wayne Newton. Mr. Las Vegas in Las Vegas. I'm texting Wayne. Do it. Oh, that's Wayne Brooks. Never mind. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, so it was funny. So speaking of Wayne Brooks, so the, the night before when he's introducing the bullfighters and then goes to John Harrison uh, in the barrel, and he goes, brand new clown of the year, John Harrison. And I'm kind of like, eh, you know, just a slip of the tongue. It was Coors Man in the can, whatever. So last night, and he goes, the brand new clown of the year. I uh, know, I saw it. I'm getting to it. And uh, he goes, John Harrison. And so I, I never want to tell, especially a guy who's announced the NFR as much as him, like, how, that, I don't, like, do that. But I'm like, then I'm like, I don't want him getting ripped on social media or anything like that because it doesn't take anything to get ripped on social media. So I ease over to him. I was like, hey, uh, it's actually Coors Man in the can. Oh, and he's like, oh, thank you, thank you. Because he doesn't want to say the wrong thing. So Rump texts him. Tell him what you text him. I text Wayne during the prayer. And I said, John is not the brand new clown of the year. It is me. I will be in the parking lot ready to fight you after the performance. <laughs> Let's do this, Wayne. So, so then That's when he what it says. So then when he when he correct when he corrected Dear it Wayne, and he said Justin Rumpert's clown of the year, then you said what? Dear Wayne, sorry for the threat. P.S. I love you. <laughs> and then I sent this picture of me smiling. <laughs> so <laughs> I about got whipped in the parking lot by Justin Rumpert. Oh, it's gonna get punched. You know, uh, 
social media ripping. Um, and this is when I knew it was bad. When I was watching. Oh God, here we no, go. No, no, no. This is just a, uh, this is a, a, a music version <sighs> of ripping on the internet. I don't know how anybody in the world cannot like the Red Hot Chili Peppers. I don't know how, any, uh, but on one of their music videos that I watched today, it had over uh, 120,000 dislikes. And I'm thinking, who are these no good assholes that are that don't like the Chili Peppers? So, uh, and I'm Trolls. sure that's way yeah. in, the, in the music deal. It don't matter who good you are. It's like, uh, I, I can't remember who told me this, but you can be the biggest, juiciest, best peach on the tree, there's just people out there that don't like peaches. That sounds That's like Roger true. Mooney. Yeah. Somebody's got to be an asshole on there all so the time. So, I mean, I'm sure you guys get well, that, Well, they too. probably had 12 million likes, though, Rump. Yeah, they did. It was so a lot. Who cares about 120,000 when you're making 12 million people happy? Who in the hell would talk bad about the chili peppers? 120,000 people, apparently. Well, they're can dumb. We, um, can we do something? I want to I do something. Uh, this do guy uh, makes besides your manager, it makes your world go round, and he's our good buddy. And I want to come up and have him tell some stories of the stuff he does and the crap he takes. Ray Tom? Come on up, come everybody. On. Ray, Ray Tom. Tom Myers. Ray Tom. Ray Tom. Here, Ray Tom, you can have the crappy mic. He actually looks probably the best I've seen in a while. I mean, yeah. He's clean cut. He's looking good. He's Enjoy this look, folks, because another 12 hours you will not see it. Then there you go. We've been training on him. We're getting on Doug's uh, workout plan. <laughs> Are you? Yeah. Champion. Oh. What's up, guys? How's it going? Man, we're so glad you're on here. And the best was uh, uh, your Snapchats, too, when you were at, at the Toby concert, and you were like, put your phone around <laughs> in the corner, and it was uh, Snapchat and Toby, because and I was, you know, I don't know if I could beat Toby Keith up, but, I mean, if it ever needs to happen, you know, I've been working out, it's not going to be a huge deal. <laughs> but he's, um, a, he's a pretty big bear, too. How, is he that big? Yeah, he's big. He ain't little. Is he bigger than me? I yeah. mean, you've been working out, so yeah. I mean, you guys are probably <laughs> even. Kind of e equals out. So let's uh, let's explain what Ray Tom does for you. Uh, your stage manager, is that your correct? Or He's tour, tour manager, you're yeah. You're I was right, tour manager. Dean's manager, Ray Tom's tour manager. manager. So no, like I was right. I knew he I takes was. care of the logistics, tells us where we're parking, where we're setting up, when we're setting up, what we're eating, what we're drinking, where we're sleeping. Do you have to do the riders, like, where you turn in, like, I want, before the, the band comes, like, we have to have, 13 uh, all green M&Ms. Milwaukee's oh, yeah. best and the M&Ms and yep. uh, fresh pair of socks. Fresh and beef jerky every show. Is is the, Do you really do the riders? Like, is, is that a real thing? Yeah, it's w a real deal. Yeah. Dean does. Home Slice does the riders, but. What's on your rider? Do you got anything crazy on there? Did you, like, cause if it doesn't work out, you yeah. have to be the let's one to uh, say. Let's read off the rider because there, there's a. Everybody can. I, we, we that's another thing I was dealing with. Um, they, they, they want enough meals to feed 20. Then they want cold meat sandwiches, cold cuts, ham turkey, slice of loaf bread. They want 23 red Solo cups, a case of Budweiser, a case of Miller Lite, a case of Dos Equis, a bottle of Tito's vodka, two bottles of Pendleton. Um, Are you for real? No, this is, I will Kinda read Kind of sounds all. like he's reading our writer. That's our writer right there. <laughs> no, you know? ours ain't that bad. Ours does have Copenhagen on it. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Smart. That's badass. Well, we're like. Everybody always complains about, like, I got your chew for you. And it's always buddies that book us like you or somebody like, like, got your F in Copenhagen. That makes more sense to me because if you get to a venue and you're parked and you, it's not like you can just, hey, uh, fire up the bus. Let's go to the 7-Eleven and get a can of snuff. Right. I get that, okay? So, uh, but how many times do you get your full rider, though? 
Because I learned that too. You can just go X. And then uh, they can either say, no, we got to have it or, or, any, or whatever. I didn't get too far into it. I've only booked two bands in my day. <laughs> uh, we clearly didn't get it today, so... Yeah, we did. We got, we got a half gallon of Pendleton. That's all we you had on the said, rider. You said drinks are on you. We provided a large bottle of Pendleton. Uh, your mixers are up to you, Ray your, Tom. Your text message said BYOB. Beer. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it did. Yeah. So, so our, our rider's got uh, its crown, some uh, high noons or trulies for Brooke, and then Chew, and... David Lee Murphy, Murphy cassette tapes. Yeah, yeah it is. Cassette tapes. So, so what's... Tell it. Tell, uh, I mean, do you have a, like a horror story, like something you, I mean, that was. You showed up and be like, oh, okay, this is going to suck. Because you, because you got to deal with it. We, uh, one of the horror stories, probably when we went to uh, Manhattan, we almost, the bus almost got wrecked by the semis. Oh, God, that was a bad one. Right this right car wreck. 70 right outside of Lyman, or Lim Lemon, Lyman. This Head truck went sideways. We got out because there was a wreck. That's what we were taught to do. We learned now if you're in a tour bus, you probably just keep going. Sorry. But we, this wreck happened right in front of us. So we stopped, got out, and then it started making more cars wreck. Well, not us, but it just because of the wreck. Right. But this semi went sideways, and I was in the ditch. He was in the ditch. We're all in the, was ditch. the ditch. There's a U-Haul upside down. We're trying to get people out of the U-Haul. This trailer's sideways going toward the bus. I'm like, it's over. Mike almost and got run last over by minute, a, shh, Mike almost got hit out. by a car running into the ditch. Like, we're going down the ditch running. Like so if, if you're in a tour bus, don't stop for a wreck. Just keep going. Wow. Wow. It was scary. Brooke was yelling at all of us, you dumb idiots, get in the bus. Well, we, I've always heads? been taught. We watched the wreck happen. Well, yeah. it, could be, it could be seconds to save somebody's life. So I'm like, hey, let's get out and pull yeah, these people different. out. Yeah, It's not like, like a bunch of cars were already there, police. Right, you know. we were the first ones there. Yeah, that's a little different. Yeah, it was scary. Dang. Wow. Yeah, it was we, we play a lot of rodeo arenas. So, like, we don't have the luxury of most bands that are pulling to arenas and it's all so like our stuff's always dirty so that's got the crew guys always got to pull stuff through dirt so oh my god casters full of dirt yes <laughs> lots of it. air spray you know so uh what about one of the coolest things that you've got alan jackson's do? probably been the coolest thing the ryman and alan jackson toby keith's fun off course all the time but alan was a bucket list thing i think for everyone in the whole band you know it's yeah he's gonna be one of those guys that's you, once in a lifetime we'll probably never get to see him again you know like in our career Alan Jackson, mm -hmm. uh, would you think it'd be that he's probably won't be around too long because he'll be down on the Chattahoochee? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be hotter than a hoochie coochie. Do you think that he believes that too <laughs> Do you think that Alan Jackson thinks that too much of a good thing is a good thing? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I can see that. Mm -hmm. I mean, <laughs> that was actually on a mixtape I put out years ago. <laughs> I purposely slow, slow dogged uh, loading some of the stuff in the trailer so I could see him come in on his golf cart. Really? Mm-hmm. He drives a golf cart? Yeah, they brought him in on a golf cart because he was kind of limped up a little bit. So when he come in, everyone was like, I was like, there's Alan. And I started clapping. He probably is limped up from them boots he wears. Mm -hmm. Them things look uncomfortable. He's like seven foot tall. Is he really? Yeah, he's built. So think he could fight Alan Jackson? I'd rather fight Alan Jackson than Toby Keith. I think I'd have a better shot. Yeah, maybe. I tried to fight, you know. Uh, I think Alan Jackson could take who's you Who's that guy I tried to fight years ago at Austin? Uh, Sinbad? No, the country singer. <laughs> Ashley, who was the country singer I, I tried Sinbad to fight? Austin Sinbad. Oh, Randy Travis. Before his stroke. Oh. <laughs> yeah. This was in 2008. <laughs> yeah, you wouldn't want to fight him now. I mean, mean, yeah, you guys got some cool country music stories, but <laughs> I got in a FU fight with, <laughs> with Randy Travis. 
Sorry, but I did. I was. It was a different time in my life, but. <laughs> You've grown up since then. Back to you, Raytel. <laughs> But our, uh, when I envision, like, Ray Tom's job, like, it's like, you know, all the chicks off to the side of the stage, and he's over there going, you, you, you. Of course, it's not because most of y'all are married. Because I'm Ray Tom. It's almost what, married. It's not what you see in the movies. Every, I know. Even when. So it's not like Molly Cruz <laughs> movie where you're like, you know, come off the stage at 11 <laughs> hyperventilating. Call home and talk to the girls before the real party starts. Do <laughs> <laughs> you remember that part in the yeah. movie? Yeah. That, that don't happen? Even when we were younger and we weren't all married or dating or whatever, it's not what the people think. <laughs> you know, you're coiling up cables and there's the ones <laughs> you see in the concert, they're all leaving. You're like, ah. So it's not like the movies. <laughs> I mean, maybe it is for some guys. It wasn't for us. My like girlfriend's back there. Hey, buddy, a lot of guys' girlfriends are back there. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that, that don't ever happen? No, no. I come off stage and call them cable hands because you know you're always dirty like yeah not many girls not many girls want to shake your hand or see when you're like hey I'm well, we didn't say sorry the tour manager gets the girls you were just <laughs> escorting them to the back right? <laughs> do you guys remember on uh the movie wayne's world where chris farley's the security guard yes i would love to come to one of your concerts with a black t-shirt that just says security on it and I would totally stand by the stage and do the Chris Farley thing the whole time. Oh, <laughs> South Point tomorrow so night, 11 p.m. South Point. Oh, yeah. We got to do that. Let's do it. What you're gonna want to do is stay away from Chancey Williams and his band. <laughs> I'm gonna need you to leave this parameter right away before Ray Tom comes back here and makes me take these bad boys to the side of your face. Perfect. <laughs> That's it. You're hired. You're hired. <laughs> So I got uh, backstage at last year's NFR, the after party, Huey party at uh, the, the Stockyards Coliseum. Yeah. So <clears throat> I'm a huge Eagles nut, and uh, you always see that video of them singing Seven Bridges Road. So I get the band around, we and we're on a circle, like, what are they doing? And then so I start singing. There are stars see, they sing this in the locker the before on the show. And then you snap. You got to watch that video. So Chancey and I do this. And then all of a sudden, Ray Tom comes back. This was one of the coolest things that happened in my life. And Ray Tom goes, let's go. And then Dean's walking there with the flashlight in front of Chancey. And I'm walking with the band. And I'm like, you know, he's like, so he goes up the steps. And I'm walking. And all of a sudden, I get to the steps. And then Ray Tom goes, <laughs> <laughs> this is shit. That's this far enough. This is where you stop. <laughs> this is where the trail ends for you, son. <laughs> I was fully going on stage. Are we doing this or no? Well, I did sneak on stage Chancey later. Was, you did. He was going to let me on stage last year at Fort Worth, but what happened was last year when Rump Chat, Rump Chat started at noon and Hamlet and I started partying at 1030 in the morning, by the time uh, you guys went on at 10 o'clock at night, I was in bed. <laughs> <laughs> Which sucks because I fell asleep the night before and I think Ashley sent you guys the video. I, I fell asleep the night before listening to, uh, uh, oh, uh, what song was I listening to? Yeah, the, I fell asleep listening to Chancey singing the Authority song on my headphones. And <laughs> I was so, I, I've done that like three times. I've got so excited that I've pre-gamed for your show <laughs> and then not made it to the show. <laughs> it happens. It went a little hard in the paint early. Yeah. It's not pre-gaming, it's pre-dane. <laughs> I've done that, uh, but I'm getting better in my older age because I'm trying to not booze as much as hey. I'm drinking a Pendleton, but I've also done that at Ario Speedwagon. I missed the whole, well, I went to the concert, but everybody says I had fun. I don't. <laughs> sure. matters. Hey, why don't you <laughs> tell them about the time that 
Speaking of Logandale, we were here in Vegas for oh, a day. Yeah. And uh, Whit and Ashley, our wives, were not with us. And so Rump and I kept saying all week, we're going to be two wild dogs loose in the desert. We're going to party, head downtown. So we get up, go downtown, or go downstairs, you know, Bloody Marys, screwdrivers, about 9 in the morning. 8.30, we're in bed. I say 2 o'clock, you're sleeping. But really he also fell asleep with something else that he woke up to. A dirty movie was playing. <laughs> <laughs> the last thing I remember seeing was Hambo, you were watching Netflix, and the next thing you know, I woke up, and, and uh, I heard somebody making love uh, <laughs> on the TV. <laughs> and uh, I was like, laying in the dark, I'm like, oh, my gosh, Hambo's got a girl up here. <laughs> but yeah, he, right. You knew better. <laughs> Her name was Desire, and she was on the TV. <laughs> I did. I was sleeping. Sure, sure. Who bought it? Nobody. It was just on. Sure. It's on it was on your, HBO. Your story. Heard that one before. Yeah. It was on his iPad. <laughs> no, it wasn't. I, I would guarantee that one, right, because my wife would find the uh, credit card receipt for uh, a night in Georgia. Uh, <laughs> one and I don't of those downloadable and movies I don't on mean Netflix. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but um, sorry, it's so a falling asleep. That that kind of <laughs> took me back to that story. Yeah, two wild dogs loose in the desert. But I, I my ties at ten. <laughs> I sleep. At I, fell eight. As, I fell asleep at the uh, South Point Hotel, and well, because this hot chick that looked like a cross between Beyonce and <laughs> Alicia Silverstone was our she waitress. She had legs for days, and she she was you know obviously she was flirting with Hambone and I because. There's all these like 20-year-old guys with six-pack abs, and then me and Hambo would come walking in with our Walmart swimsuits on. And Dad so, bods, and those so are in. We're, we're laying there, and I fell asleep, and I woke up. <laughs> my belly was as red as a cherry tomato, and my back was whiter than this backdrop. <laughs> but, um, yeah, but anyhow, back to you guys. Uh, <laughs> I've, always, I've always had this, uh, for years, I've had this like, I don't know, this, this fascination with bands, you know. And I, I think that's why uh, I, I, in the, the music video Paradise City with Guns N' Roses, and it shows the setting up and tearing down. I know it's probably not that glamorous when you're, when you're living it sometimes. Uh, it's probably because there's nothing glamorous about setting up <laughs> arenas unless you're the Three Hills Rodeo Company, which is really good at right. it. But, you know, um, but it's just from an outsider looking in, that's why I like to follow you guys because – I mean, I get to, I'm, I'm beyond blessed that I get to work uh, the biggest and best rodeos, but that doesn't seem sometimes, it just seems like another day. But when I, when I watch you guys or I watch these videos of people setting up and people lining up to come in and the guitars, I wish I could play the guitar. I was going to learn that one weekend when I was in jail in River Falls, Wisconsin. These fingers aren't strumming no guitar. Look at them sausages. I, I could play on expert level on Guitar Hero. Everybody wants to be a rock star until it's time to load out. Yeah. Yeah. What, I am, that's a great song. Uh, what's it? The Loadout by uh, Jackson Brown. Jackson Brown. Best song, yeah. Who wrote a lot of songs with the Eagles. Oh. Chancey plays it Take all the time it when we get on the bus. Take it easy. That's the song. That's we, right. We, if you we also have the Eagles DVD. We watch the Eagles DVDs a lot on the bus. Really? Oh, oh yeah. See, I knew we, I, like I said in the beginning, I burnt we're Rob out spirits. on the Eagles. He can't even watch them anymore. We watch it so many times. So you guys know, like, when you get on the bus in between concerts, and I watch, look at your schedule, and there's several days where it's a rodeo schedule where you're here, 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 here. Yeah. 
So you guys don't ever get on the bus and just retreat to your bunks and just like zone out or? It kind of depends on the night. Some nights everybody will stay up. Like the bus is fun. It's a, it can be a traveling bar. I mean, and then you're three steps from your home. So it, it's fun in those, but like some nights, yeah. We have a rule, you know, once you get in your bunk, it's your safe zone, so you can't F with people. So yep, good rule. Once you get there, you've made it, like, you'll see people sneak out, like, see them pour their drink out, like, where are you going? You can always hear the, you can always hear <laughs> I gotta the go to the bathroom. Wyatt will always grab two waters, like, well, he's headed to bed. <laughs> I was checking Peace. out. Peace. <laughs> but we, it. Speaking of playing at South Point, we got to tell the Wyatt story. You guys ever heard the Wyatt at South Point story? No, no I want to hear it. Should we get him up here to tell it? I'll tell it for him. It's, it, yeah. Somebody else. Yeah, there's not it. much to it, but like, to we it, were but partying good. pretty hard, and we, we were at the South Point, and uh, Wyatt was going to go home to our hotel. Went out and got in the cab, and he told the cab driver, like, uh, take me to the South Point. The guy's like, cool, we're here. Wyatt's like, cool, thanks. Got out and went back up to his <laughs> hotel room. <laughs> Just hops in the cab. He's like, I'll go to the South Point. I'm going you to bed. You are the best like, cab driver ever. You're at the South Point. Okay, what do I owe you? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that. You're lucky the cab driver just didn't just drive you around the block and rack up about 35 bucks. South Point it is. You're here. We're already? Thanks. Appreciate oh, the ride. That makes me feel so much better because I also do that stupid shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, awesome. Well, uh, we, we can't thank you guys enough. Hey, thanks for having us on. We appreciate it. And thanks for uh, playing our music on Rump Chat all the time. You guys have... We, uh, millions of listeners and uh, we appreciate billions. that it, it well, helps us we just we love hanging out with you guys and we are definitely coming down hey come down don't to the party too hard during the day yeah pace yourself yeah and yeah. uh come hang out it's yeah, a marathon should, not a sprint you can always i can always know how the night before went for big bear here by the way his breath smells the next day when you first see him Hello, stale alcohol. It's not that bad. I had a lot of Mentos, so we're good. <laughs> After I it's told you, it's not the alcohol. It's the Mentos. Yeah. But um, yeah, new new single coming out the tomorrow. The yeah, same tomorrow. tomorrow. You guys get on the if you guys got Spotify or whatever. I don't keep up on all the stuff, yeah. but go stream Spotify, it. Spotify, iTunes, YouTube, uh, everything. My, yep. MySpace.com/slash/ChanceyWilliams. And then blame it on the rain. Just is going to come out. Blame it on the rain's out. It's already out. Yep. Sorry. Okay. Go I check out that one. It's about crying and such. And then the new one's called The Saint Tomorrow. That's awesome. Just go stream them all like 100,000 times. It really help our career. Just Appreciate repeat, it. Repeat, yes. Repeat. It Just keep five streaming stars. the heck out of it. Tell your friends. Repeat. And while you're putting five stars on that, put a five star on Rump Chat podcast. Hell yeah. But um, we'll be here. Who do we have tomorrow? Oh, uh, Corb Lund is coming on tomorrow. Corb is so funny. Everything's a question. <laughs> I love talking to Corp because he's from Canada. Yeah. And when I hang <laughs> out with him all the time, I don't quite if, know if he's asking questions or if he's just talking to me. Yeah, he's like, he's like uh, yeah, well, well, pretty fun, huh? Yeah. Corp's awesome. Eh? We hung out two nights ago. He's, uh, he's good. Yeah. He's he, having a blast. He came on, um, we had him on uh, a video during COVID year, you know, yeah. for our We watched that on the bus. Mm -hmm. That was fun. Yeah, was he, he came on. And let me tell you, he was drinking that. 1910 pretty hard and by the end was of that, that podcast that we literally had to go okay Corbin go and he'd be like one more <laughs> he'd start playing yeah and, and he's he, saying uh, you always have uh, it's better to have cows around twice yeah everything yep, is better with cows around mm -hmm. yeah and you know what? what what stinks about like Facebook and all the the licensing and stuff and I get it it's how you you know what I mean that's part of your guys making a living and stuff but he covered uh, a Garth Brooks he did a cover of Garth Brooks song um, I can't remember which one and Facebook Live kicked us off. It I wasn't know, it's even, it's they annoying. just kicked us off. I know. 
it's tough, but I get, I get it, you know. <clears throat> That's why, actually, the PRCA, we have their, what is it, BMI and AM, ASCAP, ASCAP yeah. and all that. They, they, the PRCA has the license for that, which is good. Yeah, I mean, they have you to guys monitor. I know it's. I mean, that's how you make your living, and, and we want to support you guys. Well, I don't make Especially because I know you. If I don't know you, I'll probably rip it off yeah. somewhere. <laughs> Napster. 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 So. LimeWire. But anyway, uh, after the rodeo, South Point, uh, what time do you guys about go, go on them? I mean, the rodeo's after over the about 8.15. So yep. after the bu- yeah, buckle ceremony's at 9.30. Yep. So it's usually about 11, Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. Oh, perfect. Be out there. Be there. We're going to go there. Let's if you do don't it. go there, you suck. So We're going to go. Yeah. Chancey Williams. Ray Tom Myers, the rest of the Younger Brothers Band. Thank you, Rope Chan. Thanks Dean, for having us, guys. Thank you for bringing the guys. Santa, Merry Christmas. And thank you to uh, the people that brought us here. Thank you to Pete Carr, Pro Rodeo. Yes, Pete Carr. Pete uh, Carr. Pete, Pete's been Santa's a big sponsor. Santa's Santa pretty good last month. <laughs> yeah, a big sponsor this year. Of course, Pendleton Whiskey Rituals. Mind you to drink responsibly so you can make it to the concert and watch Chansey. So, everybody, thank you all for coming Security's out. Security's going to be hey, pretty congrats to you guys for having them. There's at least three or 4,000 people here. Thank you for that. Yeah, for yeah, getting yeah, them in. We're going to be doing 4, autographs 000. afterwards. Uh, Meet and greet line. Shirts optional. Yeah. Get your picture <laughs> taken with Hambone. Yeah, our shirts. That, uh, no, not yours. Okay. That's the all show. Right. We'll see you tomorrow, 1 o'clock, Corb Lund. Thanks, everybody. Man,